Hi, I'm Taryn Winterbrill, host of Bestseller TV on C-Suite Radio. On this show, I sit down with leading business authors to find out what makes their books stand out from the crowd. With thousands of new business books and titles being published each year, we try to make it just a little bit easier for you to decide which ones are worth the read. Thanks for listening. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. We're here with Ilya Greskovitz. He's the author of Think It, Do It, Change It, How to Dream Big, Act Bold, and Get the Results You Want. Welcome, Ilya. Great to see you. Thanks for having me, Taryn. First off, I have to mention, you flew in from Berlin for this interview, so we really appreciate it. Yes, I did. That's terrific. And this is your seventh book, but your first book release in the U.S. Yeah, exactly. It's my seventh book. My books have been published in German, of course, in Austria and Switzerland, but it's my very first book published here in the U.S. Well, we're excited to have you. Yeah, thanks (laughs) for having me. Very cool stuff. So let's get right into it. Uh, One of the first things you mentioned in the book, they say in Germany, the media calls you in Germany, change expert number one, which is a pretty cool distinction. Yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, tell me what that means and sort of the genesis of that. How, how did you get that title? Yeah, I think change and dealing with change has been something like a central theme of my life. When I was 22, I already moved about 15 times. Wow. I studied in, in three different cities in Germany, and and I had a normal career before I became a professional speaker. I was a store manager in retail. I was Germany's youngest store manager in Germany's largest retail corporation. And in that time, I was in charge of about 10 different locations all over the country. And in that time, we had to fight so many changes, internal and external. So many new shopping malls were appearing on the map Mm -hmm. and different stores were shut down. And online shopping changed the game overnight. And that time, I realized something important. Change is not what happens out there. It's always how you deal with it up here. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a mindset, a certain way of thinking, deciding, taking action that you have to adjust not only once, but on a daily basis. And I did that ever since. And so change became something like an obsession, a positive obsession for me. And when I started my own company in 2009, I, I did that ever since every single day I work with people, with companies, with organizations on making change happen. And so right. that's what I'm, yeah, that's why I'm change expert. That's why I love yeah. change so much. You say in the book, you have this expression, have you, you've declared war on the passive wait and see approach, meaning, and I think we've all been in these shoes where something's going on and you say to yourself, somebody really has to do something about that. Yeah, exactly. And we yeah. all know these people who say right. somebody has got to do something right. about it. But when everybody waits for somebody, nobody's going to do anything about it. And there was a moment in my life when I said, I can't stand it anymore. And I've made the decision to do something about it and to fire all these negative people from from our lives. And yeah, because when you have so many negative people in your environment, in your company, in your team, we don't need all these whiners and know-it-alls and, and grouches because they are always negative. They will tell you what won't work, that right. it could be difficult or that you should play it safe. And mm-hmm. when you have these people in your life, in your company, just let them go. Right. There's a just, chapter yeah. in the book, fire the whiners, yeah. the know-it-alls and the grouches. So in your opinion, you think that we're surrounded by these people and we all know them, but you're saying not many of us are really doing anything about it. We're just accepting the status quo. Yeah, we're accepting. But if you have them, let them go because they don't do you any good. I'm a big believer. Maybe you know the old saying, you will become the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And that's true for every single area of your life, for your finances, for your relationships, for your health, and of course, for our success in business. And if you have too many of these negative people in your life, 
you won't have that success that you maybe dream of. So let them go. And if they don't go voluntarily, you have to fire them. Mm -hmm. And then you fill that vacuum with positive people, people who, who challenge you, who also encourage you to, to take calculated risks. When you say yeah. fire these people or get rid of them, you know, that was sort of my next question. Yeah. This book, Think It, Do It, Change It, is this solely for the professional? Is this for your professional and personal life? Uh, is this to business leaders? Who was the target audience, ideally, for you? You know, I've been a sales and marketing guy all my life. That's what I do every single day. So of course, this is, it's a business book. Mm -hmm. But I won't end there because long ago, I, I stopped thinking in, in categories like B2B or B2C. Of course, it's written for C-suite leaders, for entrepreneurs, right. and for, for business executives. But it's also for the average person out on the street, for everyone who's made the decision to take responsibility and to, to actively do something about what needs to be done. I think when you look at the world, the world is changing so fast, so rapidly. And dealing with change, in my opinion, will be the number one skill you need to master in the next five or six years. And in this book, I'm going to show you how to do that, right. how to think big, but also to, to act bigger. If you want to have different results in your life, it's not enough to think different. Yes. You have to do something you have to act about on it. it. So after all, this is a book for everyone who wants to get new results in life and who wants to, to live his dream. So a business book, but also a book for becoming the person you want to become. Okay. So walk us through it without giving your entire approach away. Tell us this step-by-step -step process. If I'm someone who... Uh, fears change, but knows I need to change. What are some of the most important tools that you can arm me with? Yeah, I could give you an example. In this book, there's a, a process, a structure that I use with most of my clients when they want to make something happen, when they want to make a change happen, personally or for the organization, because I think it's always the same structure. Companies only change when the people change. And it's what I call the six categories of intention. Mm -hmm. And it's a model, the higher we are on that model, the more emotions are involved, but it's pretty abstract. And the deeper we get, the more logic becomes available and the more detail-oriented we become. If you thoroughly go through these six steps from dream to doing it. Dream to execution. Yeah, dream to vision to direction to goal to action plan to execution. Then you have all the tools you need for making any kind of change happen because you have both the logic and the emotion. That's important because logic lets you understand and the emotions let you take action. And you need, both. you need both. Because it's not enough to think different, you have to do something, right? you have to take action. Right. Is this how you became the change expert number one, these six categories? Did you, did you not realize it at the time? You were able yeah. to qualify it later? Lots of things I wrote in the book are things I did myself without knowing right. what I did. Yes. And then came a time when I, when I sat down and, and structured my own ideas and structured my own... Like uh, what just happened? Yeah, right. exactly. <laughs> what, what did I do? Yeah. And, why did it work? Right. And this is one of my, my models I, I used myself, going from dream to doing it. And I use it very successfully with, with yeah. big and small companies because it works. Right. It always works, and that's important. Right. What is the path of change? A lot of people think you need to be in the position of leadership to initiate change. So if I'm someone who's entry level, are you saying I can, I can initiate change even though I don't have the maybe in my mind, the capability or the, the freedom to do so? Absolutely. And just to be clear, if you have a title, if you have money, that's the environment for you to, to express your leadership. But you don't need all that. Everyone, it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter what title you have, how much money you have, and which industry you're working, everyone 
can make change happen, everyone can initiate changes if he's willing to take responsibility at, at his place. I'm not saying everyone should be a CEO or everyone should be um, a business leader, but everyone should know his role and fulfill his, his role. And if you make that decision, everyone can be a change maker, like I'm saying in the book. You say fear of change is actually your best friend. Yeah. So we should fear it. We should embrace that fear. Yeah, I think fear can be your biggest foe, but can be your best friend depending on what you focus on. Why? Because fear. We do everything in life we do out of fear. Right. Everything, because we fear something will happen or we feel something will not happen. We can either fear changing and then we, we freeze because the fear has gotten too big. Right. Or we can say, wow, I'm fearing something, and that's a good sign that I'm about to reach some kind of breakthrough, that I'm about to, to step on the next ladder on my personal way in life. And when you use that fear to become productive, to move forward, to actively do something about it, then fear actually becomes your best friend because it forces you to move forward and not to freeze. C-Suite Radio. You mentioned in the book uh, there are two words that have the potential to change your life. What were those two words? These two words are, oh yeah. That's a very <laughs> nice story I, I experienced over, over 12 years ago from, from a very nice woman. And she was a seminar leader for a workshop for department store managers, which I had to attend. And, and she, was a, she was doing an improv theater class for, for leaders, which I had to attend. And it went something like this. She, she was standing in front of the group and said, come on guys, I'm going to tell you some very uncommon exercises and no matter what you think of the exercise, I want you to react by powerfully shouting two words. Oh yeah, and then do the exercise. And it started with everyone jumps on one leg and the whole group was shouting, oh yeah. And not me, I was too afraid. And <laughs> then she said, everyone... Um, Your fear took over. <laughs> yeah, everyone, now everyone hugs the person standing next to him. And to my left, where you're sitting right now, uh, fully bearded colleague named Manfred. He was about 147 pounds, stretched out his arms and was about to hug me. Right. And I was standing there and I was so afraid and I didn't know what to do. And I was hesitating, I was sweating. And one moment from the other, that, that woman was standing in front of me and she said, what are you afraid of? Maybe it will be really, really good. But if you don't give it a try, you will never find out. Right. And then she was gone. And I was standing there with Manfred, and I was hesitating. And then I made the decision, she was right. If I wouldn't try it out, I would never know what would happen. So back then, I shouted, oh, yeah. And then I hugged Manfred, who very tenderly cuddled himself against me. And it wasn't bad at all. We got to know each other better, and later we became friends. And, right. and since that day, these two words, this oh, yeah, became something like a very good metaphor on how to deal with change. Because every single day, it's so full of oh yeah moments when we have to decide what are we going to do do we focus on problems or on solutions do mm -hmm. we hesitate or do we change actively or do we fear or do we do something about it and ever since when i'm hesitating i say oh yeah come on let's do it anyway so these these are the two words so oh yeah it's a good mantra to live yeah, by oh definitely. yeah no matter what the scenario oh yeah so lastly uh, one of my favorite parts of the book um, is this idea of the new york quick check and yeah. being from new york this is an extra special story for me so quickly tell everybody what that means yeah have you ever heard of of the austrian singer songwriter udo jürgens not probably until I, not, not until i read your book probably right. not but he's really really famous he he died two years ago unfortunately but he was famous all over the world he mm -hmm. toured asia and he sold i think about 100 million records and 
For over 12 years, I was playing his favorite song in every one of my trainings, workshops, seminars, and it's actually called I Have Never Been to New York. Uh -huh. One day, I was playing that song so often and all my participants laughed it. And, and one day I had that crazy idea, why not do a whole workshop in New York? And so we flew there with a whole group from Germany and at the traffic light, I met Udo Jürgens. That guy, <laughs> the guy. Who's, who's that, right. that guy yeah, whose, whose song I was playing for so long. Of course, I said, oh yeah, let's, let's approach him. And right. uh, we had a little conversation with, with his wife and I asked him a question that was burning on my mind at that time. I said, how did you do that, that after 60 years being on stage, that you're still so full of energy and passion for what you do? And what you gave me for an answer was so impressive because he said, it's all about vision. Find your personal New York in life and then you do everything it takes to get there. Find your personal New York yeah, in that's, life. Yeah, that's a cool metaphor from him. Right. And I, I still get goosebumps yeah. when, I, when I think about it because that's so true for, for every single area, for your business, for your life, when you know why and for what you want to change and why you do the things you do, then you always will find a way on how to manage it because you're willing to make mistakes and learn from the failures that are going to happen. And that worked for me since that encounter. My, my own vision became ever so clear. And today for, for my team and myself, mm -hmm. it's the, the central theme in everything we do. Because on that way, I have found my personal New York mm -hmm. and I'm willing to do everything it takes to get there. And it's no cheesy motivational stuff just to say that. It really works because my very first seminar that I hosted with my own company, 2009, was in front of three people in a youth hostel in Berlin. Mm -hmm. And today I have the, the privilege of being a consultant for great companies and to share my message with thousands of people right. all over the world. And to, to find your own vision or to become more clear about for, for my clients, for my customers, I developed that New York quick check that you mentioned. And it's basically three questions. When you ask yourself these three questions over a period of time, great things start to happen. Mm -hmm. And question number one, is something you should ask yourself first thing in the morning. It's which three things will I definitely want to accomplish today? It adjusts your focus. The second question is for the end of the day, you're going to ask yourself, what five things that, that I accomplished today am I especially grateful for? And the last one is before you go to sleep, you ask yourself, with all my decisions, choices and actions from today, did I get a little bit closer to my personal New Yorker life. Right. And that's so powerful. And I guarantee you, if you do that for at least four weeks, your life will never be the same. Because when you have that vision, mm -hmm. when you formulate a compelling vision and find your personal New Yorker life, all your team members will gladly follow you and your customers, they, they laugh to buy from me because yeah. you're unique, you're special. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's terrific advice, uh, Ilya, and it's a terrific read, I have to say. Uh, yeah. you, know, you look at the title and it seems obvious, but the, the insight is really invaluable, so I want to thank you. Unfortunately, we're out of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have a safe trip back to Berlin. Yeah, thank you. And I'm going to end the uh, interview with, oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> thank you for being here. And thank you for joining us here on Bestseller TV. You can check out uh, his book if you'd like to buy the book on our website. It's csweetbookclub.com, c-sweetbookclub.com. We'll see you next time. I'm Taryn Winterbrill. Thanks for joining us. Like what you just heard, visit c-sweetradio.com. C-Sweet Radio, turning the volume up on business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.